Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Oh, Show will. Good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to the voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Man, got a radio show. Wow, man, how good has God been to me? You know, today, let me get right to it because I'm um, kind of feeling this today, and I'm pretty sure that's just quite a few of you who go through the same things. Today, today was just a little tough morning for me because. I didn't want to leave home yesterday. Uh, you know, I wanted to stay home a little. I had just gotten home. You know, I got to go again. And sometimes, you know, just the weight of all that you have to do just gets on you sometimes. And sometimes you don't feel like doing it today. Huh? You know, I'm just talking to those who feel this way every now and then. And I'm assuming that would be everybody because I don't know nobody who can just plow through this thing without having those days. Well, what do you do when it gets hard to stay up? What do you do when it gets hard to be positive? What do you do when it seems like things aren't happening for you fast enough or in the time frame that you thought it was going? What do you do? And the reason that I guess I chose to uh, speak about this this morning is because I'm having one of those days because I had one of those days yesterday. It was just a tough day. I really can't explain it. It's nothing really in particular bad happened. It's just I think uh, the weight of of all that's going on uh, started to feel heavy to me. Um. And so what do you do when you when, when you have days like that, when it's hard to be positive, when it's hard to stay up? Okay, here's what I had to start doing this morning. Now, I haven't completed it. 
Um, can I just be real with you? I haven't completed it, but I am processing it out because I know what to do. You know, been there, done that. I done had that pain before I know what to do. You know, if I sprain my finger, I know what to do now. You know, the first sprain I had, oh, Lord, I thought it was broke. I thought I was going to be handicapped. But now if I sprain my finger, I know what to do. So since I've been in this position in this hole so many times before, and God has always gotten me through it, I decided I've got to start the process today. Here are some things. Uh, Now I'm going to get to the big one last. And one of the things I do is I remember the plan. Sit down and I consciously think about the goals I've set. I go over them. See, I've got mine down on the iPad so I can pull them out anywhere I am and pull them up. And I've got two lists that I've made. I've got a list of things that I know I can accomplish if I just keep working hard. And if some th- couple of things just fall into place that I can see then I got a list of things that I'm planning on accomplishing. And then I have a second list. And the heading of this list is called Only God Can Help Me Now. And on this list is things that I'm aspiring for or things that I'm hoping to, that in order for them to happen, I absolutely have to have God's help. That's my favorite list. It's the list that I have of the things that I don't see no way it can happen. I'm just operating on faith and the hope that God hear me. And so sometimes, man, when you got to when I have this list of what only God can help me now, that list is stuff that I cannot see. I'm just operating on faith that God is so much bigger than me, that he's so much more capable than I am that I can actually acquire some things in my life as he's proven to me time and time again up to this point that he's willing to do for me if I'm willing to just give him some of my life. That's the only way I can explain my existence today. You know, I was uh, I began the conversation with my wife. How do I write a book that becomes so wildly successful that will be God? That's only God. Because if you can plan to sit down and write a wildly successful book, I'd have been done sat down and did it, and so would you. So that would be God. How it got purchased to become a movie when that was not my intent when I wrote the book at all. Again, that would be God right there. Has to be. Because if, if I can't explain it, and it is by no doing of my own, then who did it? So when I get down in days like this, I remember the goal. I remember the plan. I remember the journey. I think about of all the things God has brought me through. How did I even get to this point? Yeah, I might be having a little bummer of a day. Yeah, I was a little down yesterday. Yeah, my biorhythms is off, whatever they want to call it. Yeah, I'm just having one of those days. I feel a little bit heavy. I need a vacation real bad. I need some time off to just go and regenerate. But right now, man, I ain't got that. So guess what I do? I got to start remembering the plan. I got to start remembering the goals. I got to start thinking about all the things that God has done for me and how he's brought me this far and the blessings that I have instead of what I don't have. And that's what I'm in the process of doing this morning. And on the commercial breaks, I'm going to pull out my iPad and I'm going to go over my two list and I'm going to read my little list of what I think I can accomplish. And I'm going to really read that only God can help me now list. 
because that's the list that's big. That's the part where I've been telling y'all. I said, quit telling God how big your problems are and start telling your problems how big your God is. See, and that's what I got to sit down and do this morning. And then sometimes, man, you got to stay still. That's the other part. You got to stay still. You got to quit moving for a second. Because sometimes it feels like you're running on a treadmill. And you really ain't. You're going somewhere, but it feels like you're running on a treadmill. Well, when, they, when you get that feeling, sometimes you got to stay still. And then when you stay still, sometimes you got to fight to stay positive. Sometimes you got to fight not to let the devil win. You're in a fight. Remember I told you this now. You're in a fight now. So he's trying to get you to get on that positive train so he can get you off the faith train. So God's delivery package that's coming to you built on your faith that you can, he can shake your faith and get you to thinking negative. And then he wins, see. So when you start feeling negative, just know that that's the other force trying to throw you off track. And when you get through with all that, here's the key, the big one. You want me to tell it to you? You got to pray, man. You got to pray. You got to take it to God. You got to say, hey, God, look, I'm having one of these days. I need your help. I got business to take care of. You got blessings in front of me. You got stuff you done shipped to me. You got blessings and packages that's on the way. I need to be sitting on Faith Street so I can receive the delivery when it get there. What I don't want to do is be it on be on Doubted Way or, 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 or Lack of Understanding Parkway or Pity Parkway or some, some street like that and the package keep going by. I need to be standing and sitting on Faith Street. So when you drop that package down to me, I can go on and get it. You feel me? You got to pray. You got to stay still. You got to fight to stay positive. You got to remember the plan. You got to go over the goals. Come on, man. God done brought you too far. Come on. Pick yourself up today. I'm talking to Steve Harvey this morning. I hope y'all didn't mind. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Touch me in the morning. You like that one? Do you like that one? Or would you like, wake up, everybody? <laughs> it is it is a Steve Harvey morning show. Wake up, everybody, with Shirley Strawberry. How you doing? <laughs> Good morning, Jay. I'm awake. All right. <laughs> Get up. Everybody with Carla Pharrell. What's up, Carla? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? What's up, Jerry? <laughs> Wake exactly. up, everybody with Junior. What's up, Junior? How you doing, man? Let me try. Wake up, everybody. It, it just, it just, it just, it just don't have the same effect. Do it again, Junior. Do it again, man. Wake up, everybody. <laughs> Like a baby. <laughs> that's as low as you can now go. Do this. To. I think that's uh, it. I was at max. That, like I mean, uh, Teddy Pendergrass. I mean, uh, Harold Blue Nose would have a, a whole different career if <laughs> Junior <Man>. was singing. <laughs> singing for the first time. Can y'all get him out the studio? <laughs> Let me hit again, Junior. Let me hit again. Yeah, yeah. Wake up, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> Singing for Harold Melville in the Blue Nose, my main man Junior. Junior. 
man. All right, let me hear you hit this one right here, Junior. Come okay. on and go with me. Let me hear that. Come on and go. Let me hear it. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Teddy P? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Teddy P. Let me Come on and go with me. <laughs> Come on over to my place. <laughs> It'll be so nice. It'll be so nice. Come on. <laughs> Right after some that. auto tunes. I know, I know. <laughs> right after that, I'm, I'm so serious. No, I'm really serious. No, I want you. All right, I got one more for you, Junior. You I got one more for you. One more, one more. You, I got one more, Junior. One more. Uh-huh. You got, you got, you got what I need. Let me hear that. You got, you got, you got what I need. Let me hear you. Let me yeah. Hear you. <laughs> you got, you got, you got, you got what I need. <laughs> Wait, we could do this all morning and I'd be just Ligan, fine. Ligan I'm be just going to say uh, that. I guess I'm I wouldn't even uh, be mad. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Yeah. And you know what? He is so serious. He gets into it. He yeah. don't hold back. He don't yeah, hold man. back, Shirley. Uh, Carla wants you to do something from the 90s. Uh, Let me Jay. hear something, uh, Carla, what you want? What you want Junior to sing? Uh, I want to hear uh, something from the 90s. Come on, Junior. What you pick? On, Besides Jodeci. What else oh, you yeah. got? Well, that's yeah. It We've never rains in every Southern California. They tell <laughs> Tony, Tony, me. Tony. Come on, Tony, Tony, the three T's. All right, all right, Junior. I got one more. I got one more. I'm going to leave the door open. Let me hear that. I'm going to leave the door oh, open. Oh, boy. I got you here, man. I've been doing it. I'm going to leave the door open. I'm going to leave the door <laughs> Unfortunately, our time is up. We got to go. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, Ask Bitter Man right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior, let's go. What you got? Okay, Shirley, I got it. The Steve Harvey Morning Show and Walmart Family Mobile want to help you get ready for back to school this year. We want you to enter for a chance to win a high-end smartphone, six months of Walmart Family Mobile service, plus $2,500 cash. I'm going to say it again because maybe you didn't hear me. $2,500 cash. Enter and get rules at steveharveyfm.com. All thanks to Walmart Family Mobile. Get 40 gigabytes for under $40 a month from Walmart Family Mobile, powered by T-Mobile. Get all the info at steveharveyfm.com. All right, thank you, Junior. Coming up at the top of the hour, guys, you don't want to miss this. Academy and Grammy Award-winning actress and singer Jennifer Hudson will be our special guest. Carl and I will chat with Jennifer about her brand-new project. We know what it is. Respect the Aretha Franklin biopic as the queen of soul. She's going to tell us all about her new original song in the movie. It's entitled Here I Am. We can't wait for that. J-Hud, Jennifer Hudson, the princess of soul at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time for Ask Bitter Man. And please do, disclaimer, Bitter Man. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. But the difference is I'm here not to help you. That's why I'm here. But <laughs> I am here. Straight. But you are here. Get that straight. I'm here. But <laughs> All not right, here to we help go. 
you. All right. Here we go, you non-helper. All right, here we go. <laughs> this one is from Sherry in Charlotte. Sherry writes, I'm a 27-year-old single woman, and I keep attracting broke bums that pretend to have their stuff together, but eventually end up living with their mama or sharing a car with their baby mama or something crazy like that. I have met men at work, at church, and even been hooked up by people, and it's always an issue with them. And it's not just black men either. Why are men like this? It's too much to expect a man to pay for dinner. Is it too much? What? You're not looking. You're not looking for the signs of brokenness. You're not looking. They're out there everywhere. They're all over. Look in oh. his mouth. If his teeth are all jacked up, he broke. He broke. He <laughs> don't have no money. Look at his shoes. <laughs> if his shoes, if he constantly wears the same damn pair of shoes. He ain't got no money. He don't have no money. If every time y'all go to eat, he had you have to lean over him to make your order for food, he ain't got no money. You know, if y'all always at a window to order food, he ain't got no money. You are not looking for the broke signs in a man. There's yeah, the signs that let you know he don't. You got something else to add? Yeah, I'll just say this, Jay. If you got to climb in the car on his side, he ain't got no <laughs> money. He ain't got it. Uh-uh. Yeah, you getting in no. first on his side. He, he opened the door no. for you, but you yeah. get in on his side. If there's duct tape on any part of his car, anywhere, <laughs> just, look, just walk around the car, see if you, and he might not have duct tape. He might have that clear red cellophane for a light, you know, he don't have no money. He just, he's yeah. trying yeah, he needs to a new group of friends. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. Horace in Birmingham says, my wife and I run a, won a trip to Jamaica and I couldn't go because of work. So she took my oldest daughter with her. My wife got home and complained that my daughter was out all night, every night, with bad hangovers the next day. She said my daughter came home looking a hot mess, like she had been rolling around in a barrel. I can't help but think she was with some of the natives and how dangerous that can be. She's 30 years old, so should I talk to her about it or let her live her own life? That's from Horace. Wait a minute, man. They don't be called natives. They're not called natives, okay? They don't want to be called natives. They, all right? they don't like that name. That's the first thing, you know? You act like a crazy man. You know, your daughter want to rule around with me? She can't rule around with me. She come over here to have a good time. I'm giving her a good time to rule around in the sun. You know, eat some plantain, eat some beans and rice. You know, make a problem. You can't go. You aren't here. So what? Why you complain? You ask one here, now you complain. You send them by yourself to find gorgeous women, man, with their backside all out in the sun every day, and you're making mad. Oh, man, you're crazy, man. You're a crazy-ass man. They're looking all good, nice on the beach. I put coconut oil on the butts every day, and now you complain. You make complainment. Oh, you're a stupid man for sending them here. That's what we do here. We look who be by themselves. You say, oh man, we get that one there. Cooking it all on their feet, man. Suck a toe every night. Ladies like when you suck a toe. Okay. Uh, you know what? I think we're moving on here. Yeah. Uh, Sam in Texas. Yeah. No, Sam nobody. in Texas says, I'm a natural born gambler and I always hit my numbers, but I'm dating a new woman that has me all messed up and affecting my luck. I love her and I'm thinking about marrying her, but I recently had a string of bad luck when I took her to the casino with me. I also let her go inside the convenience store to get my scratch offs and she bought back losing tickets. She brought back losers. 
Am I just losing my touch or is this woman's mojo off? Please we advise. We gotta go. We gotta go to Junior one more time to sing the Teddy Pendergrass song, Bad Luck. You got bad <laughs> luck. Hit it, Junior. Hit it, Junior. You, you got bad luck. <laughs> See, he don't know that one, Jay. He don't. He don't. He don't, he don't, he don't, he don't know that melody. He, he, he he got, got, All right, let me give you a look. You got bad luck. That's what you got. That's what you yeah. got. Bad okay. luck. The woman is go. bad luck, sir. Bad you got luck. bad luck. That's what you got. That's what you got. <laughs> yeah, he don't know. He don't know. He can't go back that far. But I like it, though, Junior. I like uh, it. <laughs> I know. Yeah, he don't know anything from back then. Yeah, he, so he, was, woman he hit that key. He was all out of that key. I mean, that key was like. <laughs> All right, here we go. Destiny in Jacksonville, quickly. I'm a senior in college and I moved into my own apartment. My boyfriend is living with me, but my parents don't know it. They'll stop paying my rent if they find out. I think my boyfriend should be paying the rent so I can be honest with my parents. I've asked him what am I supposed to do when they come to visit, and he said he'll stay somewhere else temporarily. Is he afraid to tell my parents, or is he trying to live rent-free? Bitcher man, let's go. The handwriting is on the wall. If you go to one of these walls in your house, you'll see it. You see it's on your wall. He is trying to live rent-free. Just go in one of That's your right. rooms and look on the wall because the handwriting's up there. He's trying to live rent-damn-free. If he's not with you paying for every damn thing, he need to go to his damn mama house. Ooh, I helped. I, damn it, I hate <laughs> <laughs> Good job, you Jay. You hate it when you do that. All right, thank you, Bitter Man. <laughs> Coming up next, Junior's in for the nephew with Run That Prank Back right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Academy and Grammy Award-winning actress and singer Jennifer Hudson will be our very special guest. Carl and I will chat with Jennifer about her brand-new project, Respect. I worked on the Aretha Franklin biopic as the queen of soul. We cannot wait. But right now, Junior is in for the nephew with Run That Prank Back. What you got, Junior? It's called Dreaming of Your Wife. Wow. Yeah, that's that's what he left mm. us. Dreaming of Your <laughs> Wife. Let's go, cat. Hello? Hello. I'm trying to reach uh, Winston. It's Winston. Hey, Winston, how you doing, man? This is Kevin, man. I actually uh, I work with your wife, Renee. Yeah, we, we 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 met a couple times, man, at uh, at the job. I think you might have been taking her to lunch or something. But I, I work like on on the floor above her. Hey, what's up, dude? How you doing today, man? I'm doing good, man. You all right? What's up? Yeah, yeah. I I, I wanted to reach out to you, man, and um, uh, I had something personal I wanted to holler at you about. You know? Personal. Yeah. What, what personal? Like what, dude? Well, who is who is this? My name is Kevin. Uh, like I say, I I uh. I work. I work on the uh, on the seventh floor. Your wife is on the sixth. But I, you know, we met a couple times. Right. I, yeah. I know you said that, but I'm, I'm trying to picture your face. What's up, though, dog? I mean, what's up? Okay. Yeah. Uh, how, 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 how's you and Renee's relationship going, man? What? How, how's y'all's relationship going? What they got to do with you, dude? I mean, I mean, y'all, y'all. I mean, it. it I'm just. Uh, y'all been getting along? Hey, man. Me, 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 and Renee fine. But what they got? Why? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You say you want to talk to me about some person. You got some person about my wife? Well, like what? What I wanted to tell you, man, is that for some reason, man, I've been having uh, off and on, man. Every other day, I've been having these these dreams at night. Please, dreams like what, dude? Well, I, 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 every one of these dreams, man, Renee be in them. Really? 
so so you you work with my wife, right? And you calling my phone telling me you haven't dreamed about my wife? Well, just you know. Why you dream about my wife? Well, it's 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 it's, it's you know don't worry about don't worry I mean, about it. You you at work right now? No, I'm not at work right okay. now. What, what, but but no 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 you know but nothing. Let me tell you something. Don't be calling me talking about you finna have a dream about my wife. What's going on what, with what, you and my what, wife? What, what, What's your name, Kevin? I tell you what, I'm on my way up there right to hell now. No, man, I'm not, I'm not at the job. I'm not well, at the job. Where you at? Where you at? Let's, let's, let's get off the phone. Why don't you walk? Let's talk face to face. You okay, ain't enough no, to call me on my, my house right now. my number? Why you get my number? Answer my question. No, I asked. I asked one of the guys at the job for your number, man, because I, you know, I wanted to be man to man and just talk hey, to you, you know. So y'all sitting there having a conversation about my wife on the job? Okay. I, that, that, you know what? It's, it's all good. Uh, uh, let me. Uh, this your number on my call ID right now? I'm gonna Let me call you right back. Let no, me no, call no, no. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hell, no, I'm not gonna hold on. You calling my phone? Tell me you have a dream about my. Well, man, I'm just I'm just trying to be real with you. That's why I wanted to see. I, and, and, I, and I appreciate that. I'm gonna be real with you too. I'm gonna come whoop your. But I want to. I just, just want to see how y'all relationship is going, man. <laughs> hey, man, it, go, say what you gotta say, dude. Okay, because well, see, dog, if these dreams keep happening, it must be fate, man. It must be that me and her are, are meant for each other. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you smoke. I don't know who the hell you are. But I promise you this. When I get off my job today, I'm coming to whoop your ass. And if I find out that you don't want to be calling my house and hanging up, you ain't got... Matter of fact, I tell you what, don't even worry, don't, don't okay, even okay, worry okay. about it. Okay, look, 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 let me ask what, you this, man. man. Why what? is she in all my dreams, man? Why is she there? Man, I don't know what the hell you dream about my wife for. Probably because your ass in there lusting after my wife. What kind of dude is you, man? That's what y'all doing at job yesterday, looking at my wife every day? What kind of work you do, huh? You tell me you work on the floor above her. Is that why she can't meet me for lunch? No, no, it ain't, no. I'm in the accounting department, man. No, I don't know no about it. What are you, well, you finna be in the book department if it's about five more minutes. Man, don't you understand that it's got to be fake if she keeps showing you up? Know, you, know, I, 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 you know what? Hold on, hold on. What, what, what the is your last name, dude? I got your number. You say you work on the seventh floor or the second floor. What floor you work on? I work on the seventh floor. That ain't got nothing to do with You ain't got something to do with What's your last name? My last name is but why is she showing up in my dream? Why is she kissing me in my dreams, man? I don't. Let me tell you something. I don't know what the hell kind of dreams your is having, but when I beat your you gonna swear to God you're gonna have one of them Martin Luther King dreams. You understand me? When I get to your job tomorrow morning, I don't give a who you call. Let's believe I'm gonna be outside waiting for you. Okay, and why is Renee making love to me, man, in these dreams? It's, it's just passionate, man. Renee loved me and I love her, man. Now, listen, I'm calling my wife's name. Calling my wife's name. Oh. But what you want me to call? You, do you know me? You say you know me, right? So you know who I am, right? I, I, I met you a couple so, times, man. You know, I'm calling Renee when I get off this phone with you. Who gave you my number? Who gave you my number? Nah, who gave you? You, you, you so violent, I don't even want to tell you the dude that gave me the number. You man enough to tell me that you having a dream sleeping and kissing on my wife? Tell me they gave you my number. Why, why is your wife kissing me back why, in my dream? My wife why is she kissing me? You having a dream about my wife, and I'm finna call her? She wanna get off the phone with you? Believe that. You got you have anything else you want to say to me? Okay, so 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 what I'm supposed to do when I'm asleep and she show up? I'm supposed to just wake up? I, I don't give a what you do. You do yourself all I care. I, I I'm gonna call you on a three way with Renee. I want you to tell me that with her on the phone. Hey man, I don't even want to go through. That. I thought we could call and talk reasonable like like men, dog. We don't talk like men. Why don't you come see me face to face right now? You call me on the phone. Come see me right now. Come see me right the hell now. Where you at? I'll come see you. You ain't got to waste your gas. Man. Come see you.
you don't want to do it, man, I'm finna take some sleeping pills so I can get back to my no, dream. You finna take this whoop is what you about to take. I got I got everything I need to know. I will be on the seventh floor tomorrow waiting for you. I got a special delivery for your You understand me? Nah. What, 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 well, let me call her first. Bye, man. I, I'll call Renee, cause me. Don't you call her. How the hell you get her number anyway? How you get my wife's number? Answer Ren me that. Ren you know Renee, Renee called me, man. She okay. called you? Okay. Oh, 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 hold on. My wife called you? So you gonna tell me about. Okay. 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 Well, let, well, let okay. me say this, though, to you. Let me say this to you. Once the, your what? wife called me and she wanted me to call you. Oh, so my. Oh, so my wife told you to call me. Right, okay, right, okay, but, but, uh, but, okay. but, 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 listen to me, Winston. What? What the man? My wife don't call no She, she wanted me to call you. I'm nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Y'all wrong for that dog. Y'all wrong for that dog. You know, dog, you wrong for that dog. <laughs> you tell you something, to go to the job, beat the hell out of whoever came in. I'm hot as hell. Dog, you... You wrong, oh man. You wrong for that dude. You wrong. You know you wrong, dude. You wrong. Oh man. Hey man, I got one more thing to ask you, Winston. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Dog, you already know what the business is. Man, the Steve Harvey morning show player. <laughs> you know, I don't know where he gets this stuff from. I really don't His understand. Plays too much. Yeah, he plays, he plays too much. He plays too much. You call somebody up and tell a grown man that's married, probably been married for years. I've that's, been dreaming of your wife. That's what they're gonna put on the, the headstone. Here lies a man who played too much. <laughs> right. You, you nailed that one, Jay. He played too much. <laughs> I think mm -hmm. That's what he do year. though. But he that is his thing. Left. That's what he do. He do what he do. That's how he do that. <laughs> Get better, Tommy. Tommy's under the weather today with his cold. He says. Mm. <laughs> we'll see about that. Coming up at the top of the hour, Jennifer Hudson will be our special guest right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, our special guest this morning is a living legend at her very young age, okay, from the great city of Chicago. Uh, we're all from Chicago. We have that in common, as a matter of fact. Uh, she is an Academy Award-winning actress, also a Grammy-winning singer, Grammy Award-winning singer. Uh, that is so major to have both of those accolades. She's making her blockbuster return to the big screen in her role. As the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, in the movie Respect. Uh, she also has the only original song in the movie. It's entitled Here I Am. Please let's find out more about the movie. It is in theaters tomorrow. Please get on your feet and welcome to the show, The Princess of Soul. I know because I follow her on IG. Uh, Miss Jennifer Hudson. Miss Jennifer Hudson, ladies and gentlemen. Good <laughs> Thank you so Queen. We're calling you Queen, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Welcome, Now, Jennifer. she the Queen. My fans, yeah, the, 
they need the princess or something, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, you, you, are, you are all of that. You really are. Um, Jennifer, we're going to just jump right into it. Uh, Respect, the movie, is the true story of the legendary star Aretha Franklin's journey to find her voice in the midst of the turbulent social and political landscape of 1960s America, in case you didn't know. So I got to ask you this. How excited were you to be asked to star by the Queen of Soul herself? Mm -hmm. how, how excited were you? I mean, what an honor. I know. I am still in awe and excited. And I mean, it's it, it's beyond because it was also a dream of mine to want to play her. So and then what? for her to say she wanted me to play her, it's I'm still taking it in. You know, it's nothing uh -huh. you can just take lightly. So it's like, did this really just happen? Did I do this? You know, and, and, and you know, so it, it's a lot. <laughs> I can only imagine, especially if she herself asked you. Um, and, you know, as we read her biography and everything, all Aretha Franklin ever wanted was respect. So uh, there could be no other title for this movie. And I got to ask you this. How did Miss Franklin, the Queen of Soul, impact your, your life and your career? Oh, my God. She's been such a huge impact and a blueprint, everything. Like, even growing up in church, thinking, that's what I grew up singing in church, singing Amazing Grace. And then I didn't realize until we were filming, like, wait a minute, that was her arrangement of Amazing Grace, too? She, Her song was my American Idol audition song, my American Idol tour song. So she's always been a blueprint. And then I've been blessed to be able to tribute her. I don't know, numerous times throughout my career and then also develop a relationship with her as well. So, And then she became more of a, a friend, a mother figure, and just someone that's just been in my life personally as well. So she's been a huge, has had a huge impact and a blueprint for me. Yeah, I can just only amazing. imagine. And yeah, and I mean, here you are an award, uh, uh, Academy Award winning actress. You get a call. Is that how it happened? You got a call from Aretha asking you to uh, play her? <laughs> we had a, our first meeting 15 years uh, ago, right after I won my Oscar for Dream Girls, about me portraying her. And mm -hmm. we were in New York, and she said, what, your sound something? I was like, well, I am sitting at the table with the queen of soul. I mean, okay. oh, my God. Yeah. That was the initial meeting. And then she called me a few, what, about eight years later while I was on Broadway, mm -hmm. and she said, I've made my decision, and it is you who I want to play in the young lady. So it's always been in the back of my mind, like, okay, um, just having it in mind of portraying her one day and every tribute I would look at as my audition for mm -hmm. the role. Mm -hmm. well, what is yeah. your favorite Aretha Franklin song? Oh, that is the hardest me. question because I'm a fan first, okay? Mm -hmm. um, right. Ooh, Oh Me Oh My. Um, of course, oh. Ain't No Way. I fought for that to be in the film. Uh, and also, okay. I love All the King's Horses. Okay. That's another one of my favorites. Yes. Okay, Jennifer. So her <laughs> album, Young, Gifted, and Black. <laughs> mm-hmm. Rocksteady. That mm. is my favorite song <laughs> of all time. When I hear Rocksteady, everybody <laughs> knows I will go it's over, crazy. Jennifer. Just the lyrics. I need to see you do this. Oh, yes, you girl. Do. I, yes, you do. Jennifer, I go absolutely crazy over that song. So that's why, you know, Shirley was talking about our favorite songs, and Rocksteady is that one for me. All respect. Mm -hmm. All hail it's to so the queen. Good. 
Yeah. Yes, because yeah. her yes. voice, her mm-hmm. voice was so distinctive. Yeah. It was She's my just favorite singer, mm-hmm. period. Remarkable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about that, her voice? One well, of the first greatest of all, she was anointed. She was anointed, hands mm-hmm. down. Like, you can't be taught that. That was a gift from God, and it was her mm-hmm. calling. And yeah. it obviously all her own. And to me, the most amazing thing is, like, how often do you run across artists, or, or well, she's beyond an artist, that, that is 100% great in every area, like vocally, the greatest vocalist. And then she's a, a really amazing musician as well and songwriter. And it goes on and on and on, you know, like she was music yes. and that was a gift. So she was yes. gifted. That was yeah. she's anointed. And that was and her calling, you know. <laughs> yes. And Jennifer, yes. you have an original song in this movie, Respect, called Here I Am, Singing My Way Home. It's featured on the soundtrack, of course. Tell us about the song and how that came about, please. Well, uh, thankfully, um, Jamie Harmon, who was the songwriter on the song, came up with the idea that Carole King should write it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is genius. Of course, Carole King, because Carole King wrote Natural Woman, Woman, right? uh So it was like, Uh and her and Aretha were, you know, they had their relationship as well. And so we just sat and spoke from our experiences with her and that's where the song Here I Am came from and then the the singing my way home part Carol said Jennifer you have to write on this and that's mm. my church roots coming in in the introduction and I always say I'm singing my way home and who can't say that Aretha didn't sing her way home you know so mm. I thought that was very befitting yes, to have that as the the bow you know to put the cherry on top in tribute to her in film by having Carol King write it um, wow. the, the title track for the film. Wow. More with Jennifer Hudson at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we are having girl talk with our girl, Jennifer Hudson, the princess of soul. You know, the other thing about Aretha was her fashion sense. I love the way she yeah. dressed. How much fun did you have in the movie with the fashions, Jennifer? I had a ball. I had 83 <laughs> costume changes and 11 wow. wig changes. <laughs> Girl, you better rock it. made me feel that much more like, oh, this is what the queen must feel like because it had me feeling really royal and queen-like. And I, my, my favorite looks was her birthday. It's, it's a scene from her birthday. And mm-hmm. I was like, who puts this on? Oh, my God. For their birthday. Oh, the queen of soul. And she had this big old fur on and this yes. golden dress. It was just beautiful. And Clint Ramos did the costume and Lawrence mm-hmm. Davis did the hair and Stevie did the, the makeup like everybody put their hearts into this project uh-huh. it's a passion uh-huh. project for us all mm-hmm. uh, another yeah. Oscar winner uh, Forrest Whitaker stars as Aretha Franklin's father Reverend C.L. Franklin Mary J. Blige is in it of course Marlon Wayans plays, Wayans plays your husband tell us about their roles yes. in the movie oh Stephanie. my god well this is uh, my third time playing uh, for his daughter um, <laughs> he just makes you step your game up like all of us are students instantly when he's on the set so uh-huh. we're just really trying to absorb and learn from him it's he's he takes CL to another level and really captures that Mary J Blige y'all like I'm like okay wait a minute on set like so you got Mary J Blige and Jennifer Hudson playing Dino, Diana Washington and Aretha Franklin like yes. I mean it's like what is that you know what I mean mm-hmm. to have right, her right. there I couldn't uh-huh. imagine anybody else playing that role and then Marlon Wayans, like people are going to see him like they've never seen him before. When my son got done watching film, he's like, I want to fight. I want to fight Marlon. 
Okay. He's like, it felt too real, you know? Like, he uh-huh. really brought Ted to life on screen. And I always, wow. I was like, man, Jamie Foxx is, like, one of my favorite co-stars. But then I was like, but then Marlon might be taking the title because oh. Jamie didn't buy me gifts like Marlon. <laughs> so we had a black. Go for the gifts, Jennifer. That's right. right. I mean, I, I got I know Jamie sang songs in between takes, but Marlon, he bought me flowers, gifts, chocolates. He fixed oh. my food on set. Like in between takes, it was it, it was really a great experience working wow. with all of them though. And that's gonna be kind of interesting though. Jamie Foxx and Marlon Wayans both being comedians, comedians, you yeah. know, playing these serious Dramatic roles. Wow. roles. Mm-hmm. That's unique. Mm-hmm. People are gonna be really surprised by, mm-hmm. by Marlon and this. He did amazing. Oh. It's so awesome to see him in a different capacity. Jennifer, yeah. what do you think the Queen of Soul would say about your performance? You know, I can only hope and pray she would be pleased, and I know she would know it was from the heart. And uh-huh. I, I was like, ma'am, I'm, I'm going to do what you say do. And, and that's how I was able to get through it, like knowing that she gave me the encouragement, too, because other than that, I wouldn't have been able to, and I would have never did it. And I think she would be pleased with that. But one thing I know for sure she would say, now, I'm the queen of salt. That's what she was saying. It's like, yes, ma'am, I, we all know I play. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Jennifer, hang on if you could, okay? We want to talk more with you, okay? Uh, We'll be back with our girl, Jennifer Hudson, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, hey, um, in case you didn't know, we are with our girl, Carla and I, having a little girl chat this morning with Jennifer Hudson, the star of the movie that opens on Friday called Respect. I'm sure you've heard about it, a little movie about the life of the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin. (laughs) We're here with our girl, Jennifer. Jennifer Hudson. I got a question, too. uh, (laughs) Jennifer, what could you say to the younger generation of people that don't know all of this history about the Queen of Soul? What would you say to encourage them to go see this movie, get the soundtrack, so they can learn themselves something about music? (laughs) The Queen. Yeah. Wow. You know, I I, I sit with a bunch of boys all day, and I love that they are now learning of her through the project and and knowing more about it like because for all of us we all know the song but sometimes you don't know who it is and so i feel like that's the power of biopics and it's the bridge that teaches the next generation of of music and and legends and icons like that um but it's so much greatness in it and i feel like the biggest takeaway i feel she would want them to have is owning your own voice and that's the undertone of this because it wasn't until the queen of soul owned her own voice that we got our queen of soul so if we all took the time to search within ourselves and find our voice and own our voice what king and queen lies under there so i think um she would be an inspiration to them to find in that yes what did you find out about her that you didn't know? I know you've been friends with her and everything, but there had to be something that you learned. What was that one takeaway? It was quite a few, but um, I didn't realize how close she was to Dr. King. I, and oh. Even thinking of like the struggle, how involved she was in activism, and, and to right know to the cost of it, like during that time, to see mm-hmm. the courage and the bravery that she had to, mm-hmm. to us today, listening to those songs, oh, it's a dope song with a dope artist but when you go back and you look at the circumstances and the conditions that they lived through and that she went through and still prevailed through to stand up and be an advocate and using our platforms the Mm -hmm. way she chose to use our platform she could have simply
simply just been an artist and a singer and didn't stand up for the people and become one with them and advocate for the, everyone in her position, but she did. And that's power in that, and that's what makes her a shero. I'm not going to say hero, a shero. And you can't mm-hmm. help but to respect that that much more when you see the conditions and the circumstances and the cost of it all. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Respect. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. I know. Definitely. <laughs> yes. I just, yes. uh, she could do anything. She could absolutely do she could anything. Do anything. Mm-hmm. She, she really could. could. She yeah. really could. I can't and wait. I think she will inspire others to see that they can too as well, you know? That's right. That's right. Well, Jennifer, this movie, I can't wait. Um, I think I told you off the air that I haven't been this excited since Black Panther to see a movie. <laughs> Seriously, and, and to see you playing her, I, I don't think there was any other choice to be made but you, quite frankly. You have the voice, you Thank have you the so acting chops, you know, we love you. So I got, wow. before we go, Jennifer, so what's been going on? Mommy, you know, we know you got the movie Respect and you're working, but your personal life, how's your son? What's going on? Who you, you know what, he, well, he's just turned 10. No, turned 12, his birthday. Girl. And he's going to seventh grade. It's nice. a lot going on during the summer. He is the sweetest kid ever. I'm a basketball mom, so yeah. when I on my yes, I keep a, I keep a whole basketball team pretty much. I call it Camp David. It's him and <laughs> eight of his cousins. I have eight boys in the house at one time, and everything is about basketball all day, every day. Basketball in the bedroom, basketball. He got a room in the bedroom, in the pool, in the garage, and I play with them too. So I. Love, love, nice. love, love going to their games. Oh. It's the best. Well, Jennifer, <laughs> we love you so much. We're so proud of you. Congratulations. And uh, you may be up for another Oscar. You just never know. I'm thinking that. Amen. <laughs> Re- <laughs> Respect is Thank in you theaters so much nationwide. For that. Thank you. You're so welcome. Respect is in theaters nationwide tomorrow. And the Respect soundtrack with Jennifer's only original song in there, Here I Am Singing My Way Home, will be available to download on all platforms. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for the one, the only Princess of Soul herself, Jennifer Hudson. Thank you. All right, coming up next, Junior is in for the nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, he left me in another state. Mm, What? Okay. Uh, We'll find out what that's all about in just a little (laughs) bit. But right now, uh, the nephew's out, but Junior is in with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Junior? Well, I don't know about getting left in another state, but in the state we're in right now is prank mode, and this is called church calendar. Church (laughs) calendar. Let's find out what this is. Let's go, cat. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Sister Allison. Allison, uh, um, Allison, she's not here, man. She at work. Um, As we're speaking. Hey, this is uh, this is brother Lester, brother Lester. How you doing today? All right, Lester, brother Lester. Right from the church. Okay, okay, over at uh, my. Right, 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 right. You a husband, right? What, Jerry? I'm Jerry. Yeah, this is Gerald. Yeah, okay, okay. I met you a couple times, Gerald. We ain't seen you in a minute, though. Man, I've been working on Sundays, and I said that I was going to try to make it. But I told her, you know, I want to get involved. You know, this year is going to be a better year. I'm going to get involved, man. Well, come on down, man. We we love to have you. That's for sure, man. I, can I give you a number where she can call me back? Well, okay, yeah, sure. Um, Is this about, you know, a lesson or something? What's going on? 
actually the uh, single ministry, man, I'm over the single ministry, and we're raising some money. So we're actually putting together a uh, a calendar, and we wanted her to uh, give us a call about it. Okay. Okay. So let me let me give you, let me give you my number real quick. Wait, wait a minute. Okay, you say a calendar. So the church is doing the calendar, but is it like the couples? Like we come in, like how it always be like the couples come in and be like, this is Mister and Mrs. I mean, a calendar. No, I don't no, no, no. What we doing? See, a lot of the guys got together. What we are gonna do is the Mount swimsuit calendar and we're gonna we kind of put that together man so let me give you my number man because i want to call all the guys were saying if she get on the calendar it'll probably get sold you know, wait a minute wait a minute whoa, whoa 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 let's slow down slow down brother lester let's slow down okay uh a calendar a swimsuit calendar for the for the single ministry at the church what it is uh gerald we're gonna be the first church to who have ever done a swimsuit calendar you see what i'm saying no, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait. You calling for my wife to be in it. Are you sure you got the right number? Because yeah, we yeah, know. yeah. I mean, because your wife is Allison, right? Yes, my wife is Allison. And first of all, then what's this man about all the guys y'all got together and y'all voted for my... Okay, I'm trying to take this slow, man. Ooh, God, hold my tongue right now because I'm trying... I don't understand where you're going with this. And Listen, we're going to get Sister Gidry. She's going to be Miss March. June is like pretty much in the middle of the year. We want your wife to be the big centerfold. Please, please tell me. You're not calling my house this morning talking about my wife to be in a calendar, a swimsuit calendar. But then on top of that, y'all all got together and y'all voted that y'all want my wife to be in a swimsuit calendar for a church. Okay, well, wait, wait, wait a minute, Gerald. I mean, look at this on the positive side, man. What this is, see, like I say, we raising money for the singles ministry, and the single ministry get ready to go on a big trip. But so hold on, what rest- my wife got to do with the singles ministry? She's married, man. I'm one of the people that's in the singles ministry. Why are you calling and talking about my wife being something like this? You hold up, that. Ooh, Jesus, help me. Hey, man, you 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 should feel uh, honored, man, that your wife is a. Man, why are y'all looking at my wife like that, man? We coming in there and we trying to get help and we trying to do it. Y'all looking at my wife talking about y'all want my wife to be in a swimsuit contest, man. Do you understand what that is, man? They ain't number some panties, man. So y'all looking at my wife talking about y'all want my wife to be in a panties? See, what you got to understand, Gerald, this right here, man, is for the single ministry. We, we got a big trip coming up, so we raising money. For- what, what are y'all doing, man? This is not something you do at the church, man. You have car washes, man. When I, man, when I we wash cars, man. Y'all talking about a calendar, man. What are you doing, man? What type of church is this turning into, man? See, Gerald, the difference is on this whole thing, man. Don't be upset about it. What it is is that, man, we done found something that ain't no other church done before. You see what I'm saying? The reason ain't no other church done is because this is wrong, man. What committee got to get on something like this, man? What is wrong with you? Hey, dog, you got to understand, listen, we got Sister Gidry, we got Sister Vicky, okay? Uh, so Ms. wait a minute, you saying that they done signed off on this. You got these women in the church saying that they going to put on swimsuits. Well, well, I'm saying we got them on our list. We got them on That's our list. I'm call. saying, man, ain't nobody getting with man. What is wrong with you, man? Hey, hey, man, listen, just to help us get started, do you have a picture a sister Allison in a swimsuit? Man, look, man, I ain't giving you no picture of my wife in no swimsuit, man. No, this is just something we're trying to do for the ministry, dude. You know what? Are you at the church? Did you work at the church full time? Part time, I'm at the church. Okay, are you in there now? Nah, I'm not there right now, but I'm going to be there for, for choir rehearsal later on this evening. Okay, what time do choir rehearsal start, Left? 
seven o'clock. But why you? What was? What, 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 what I want you to do is for me before you go to rehearsal. Can you just be right in the front, right quick? I just wanna. We need to meet personally, right quick, Lester. Me and you. So I'm gonna come to the rehearsal and then let's talk about this face to face because this over the phone and all that. This is not working right now. And I need to meet the person that's calling my damn house talking about my wife doing all this idiotic type. church and act like a fool that's what it's gonna do yeah that's, <laughs> that's what that's gonna lead and then really? and then we film that that's what we film <laughs> <laughs> oh and post it you got a plan huh? yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's stand now it's less than, <laughs> tell less than 655 <laughs> can you imagine the the views on that if we posted oh, it <laughs> oh, trying to make an arrangement <laughs> Could you please be outside? I got something going to get your calendar off the ground. It's going to be way good. <laughs> please be outside. I, I, please. I like the part we got together and voted, your wife should be on the cover, man. What are you? Yeah, man. <laughs> the centerfold. Wow. I know, yeah. We got some, several people that already participated. And what was Tommy's Ooh. name? Lester. Yeah. Lester. Lester, yeah. I don't yeah, know yeah. why. <laughs> I don't know why his name is Lester. But all know. we know is that Miss Allison, Sister Allison, going to be in June. Hey, Junior, aren't you going to be in Birmingham? Absolutely. I'm going to be in Birmingham Labor Day weekend, September 3rd, 4th, and 5th oh. at the Stardome. About mm-hmm. to act a fool getting back out here on this road. I'm, I'm coming. I'm, I'm going to be in the back by myself, though, because I ain't COVID-friendly yet. I'm, not, I'm really nervous, but I'm going to be there. 
You'll be I fine. I ain't taking no help or nothing, Jay. That club is big enough to stay away from people. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You'll be all right. Be fun. Get the tickets. Start right, on guys. Down. Thank you, Junior. Coming up, Strawberry Letter, the subject, he left me in another state. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We (laughs) could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Ladies, (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Strawberry Letter with my good friend, Shirley Strawberry. That's right. Get ready, Junior. You're going to respond to this one, and Jay is going to respond to this one. Uh, This one should be fun, uh, or not. Uh, Subject, he left me in another state. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm in my mid-40s, and I've been married for three years. A month ago, my husband drove me to my hometown for one of my childhood friend's weddings. We went to visit my parents before the festivities, and then we checked into our hotel. Everything was cool, and we were having a good time until later that evening. We went to the rehearsal dinner, and I got to see a lot of my old friends. I looked the same as I did when I was 20 years old, and my friends uh, haven't aged so well. When other males gave me a compliment, my husband mumbled under his breath or sucked his teeth real loud. I've never seen him act like this, and he ignored me whenever I talked to him. Whenever I tried to talk to him, I introduced him to my friends, and he gave me a fa- he gave them a fake smile and turned his head. We got into a big argument that night after he called me a flirt and an attention whore. He told me that he should leave my ASS there to enjoy my classmates and soak up all of the attention without him. The next day, we rode to the wedding in silence, we got to the church, and the real drama started. I saw one of my classmates that played in the NFL, and he is very handsome and successful. He spun me around and said I look amazing. I introduced him to my husband, and my husband told him to go go to hell and he walked off i tried to play it off but my classmate told me i needed to go handle that uh well my husband never came back inside the church four hours later he called to say he was back at home and i should get home the best way possible i flew home the next day but my husband was not home i called and he said he's staying with his dad is this a sign that my marriage is over Hmm, what did i do that was so wrong Well, you know, from the sound of the letter, you didn't do anything that was so wrong. Uh, This crazy man you're married to, though, did. But first of all, before I even get into that, I got to say kudos to you for keeping it together, keeping it tight, girl. After 20 years, I know it was more people than just your husband, Matt. Okay, it was a whole bunch of people hating on you. Uh, But is this a sign that your marriage is over? The way your husband acted, calling you an attention store, attention whore, leaving you? All of that, uh, yeah, I would say this is a definite sign because you, my dear, are, are married to a child. That's right. Um, maybe six or seven years old, I'm thinking, uh, because that's how a baby acts when he doesn't get any attention or that he can't get his way. Uh, so instead of supporting you and allowing you to have some fun with your former classmates and your family, he gets mad and leaves you, his wife of three years, with no way to get home? Uh, 
that's abusive to me and controlling. I mean, it's beyond just jealousy. Um, he, he's not a grown man. He's not a man. He's way too insecure, and he certainly doesn't deserve you. I say let him stay with his dad, pack his bags, uh, because you can do better. Uh, but but a, a question, you never saw any of these signs while you were dating him since you've been married for three years? I think uh, I have to ask you that, but you did say, uh, you know, that you'd never seen that side of him before. So um, this is something that's inside of him and just had to come out. And I think you can do better. Your husband sounds like a real loser. Okay, mm-hmm. Jay? Mm-hmm. You know, this is one of the very few times that I totally agree with Miss Strawberry. Right. Uh, <laughs> you, I'm on it all the way because just by this letter, girl, you sound fine as <laughs> hell. You just <laughs> sound fine. We don't have pictures of what you look like. But I've been to some of these class reunions, and there may be one or two fine ones in there, and you was one of them. The hell with him. He left you? I'm sure as fine as you sound. Oh, my God, you just sound so damn fine. And when you laugh, your head go back like, ha, 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 ha. That's how fine women laugh. Ha, 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 ha. You have no problem getting a damn right. That's how they laugh. When fine women, they laugh. Ah, they go all the way back like that because they fine. Ah, you would have moves. no problem. Their, their hair moves. Yeah, yeah. the head mama. Ah, uh-huh. And then they, uh-huh. he's so silly. He's just silly. You know? Yeah, he's mad. He's mad that you having a damn good time. You looking good. His fat ass over there came button his jacket. Yeah, I know he was mad. Damn right he was mad. He had to leave. He didn't fit in. Oh, my God. As fine as you sound, I'm sure you would have no problem getting a ride home. Ride? They'd fly your fine ass home. Ride home. <laughs> it's Ride? A ride home? You sound... She did fly home. She you... did fly home. <laughs> yeah, he left her, yeah, but she just sound fine. You're going to be fine. Just, I hope, you know, that you let, when you get home, you, you you feel good about yourself. 20 years, fine? That don't happen at a lot of class reunions. I've been at a lot of class reunions, and after 20 years, you don't even know some of these damn people. They look at you, they like, Jay. I'm like, who? You remember me? I'm like, no. Remember. Then no. they take their glasses off. How about now? I'm like, no, I still don't remember me. <laughs> take their glasses off. <laughs> you know everyone was hating on her. You know they were. <laughs> They take the glasses off. How about now? I'm like, no. And and, and I always do this. If your ass didn't speak to me in school, I don't remember you any damn way. So I don't care. Hang on. We'll have part two of the Strawberry Letter coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject, he left me in another state. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are. We're going to recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, he left me in another state. Well, gee, let's find out why, shall we? Uh, A woman in her mid-40s wrote us. She's been married to a man for three years. About a month ago, they went to um, her hometown. They went back there uh, for a childhood friend's wedding. They went to visit her parents. They went to, um, you know, check in the hotel. Everything was fine. They were, you know, down there to have a good time, spend some time with friends. Well, they 
went to a rehearsal dinner and she got to see a lot of her old friends and she she did not hesitate to point out that she looks the same as she did when she was 20 years old okay and she says her friends haven't aged well uh, when other males gave her a compliment, her husband would mumble under his breath or suck his teeth real loud. She said she's never seen him act like this, and he ignored her whenever she tried to talk to him. She introduced him to, uh, you know, her friend. He gave him a fake smile, turned his head. They got into a big argument that night. He called her a flirt and an attention whore. This is your husband talking to you this way. Um, the next day, they drove to the wedding in silence, no words between them. They got to the church. She saw one of her old classmates who played for the NBL. He's still in NFL. He's still fine, still successful. He picked her up, swung her around, and, and uh, she tried to introduce him to her husband. Her husband told him to go to hell. And I mean, it just, just, just on and on, just different scenarios of her husband acting a darn fool at this wedding. So um, after this incident, her, her husband went outside and and never came back to the wedding. He ended up leaving her there, going home and telling her, calling her and telling her to get home the best way she could. When she got home, finally, the next day, she took an airplane. She flew home. He had packed his, he had left to go live with his dad. So there you have it. She wants to know, is the marriage over? And what did she do that was so wrong? Forget his fat behind. Don't worry about it. You'll be all right. Don't worry about it. You'll be mm -hmm. good, lady. You know, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say, you know, fine has consequences, mm -hmm. and getting left is one of yours. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, you see, your finest causes you to get left. See, that's the consequence. So you you gonna, you going to have to learn to stop speaking to your friends, because I'm going to tell you what got you left. When that NFL player picked you up and swung you around, like in Lady Sings the Blues, you, you finna get left. See, see, you need to understand, your, your next thing you need to work on is getting playing B's in place. That's what you need to really start working on. So you need a Delta SkyMile number. You're going to have to need that because you're going to be making a lot of flights, okay? Also, you ain't going to just get left on the road. You're going to get left in your city. So get you an Uber account, Lyft, however you got to use. Uh -huh. You're going to need that. You're going to need Airbnb because you need somewhere else to stay because you're going to keep getting left in some of these places. So you need to put some playing B's in place because you fine. I'm with Jay. I can tell you fine because it made me excited when you kept talking about how fine you were. We, we don't have no evidence of this. It's just a feeling we got. Especially, especially when the dude you can't even recognize still say you fine. That, that alone is an accomplishment. You don't even know who the hell he was. You don't know his name. You don't know if that was Daryl or Marcus. All you know is you fine, but you laughing too much. You laughing too much in these men's faces. enjoying the attention. You enjoying this too much. Oh, Who, you are an NFL player, so your husband can't whoop his ass because he played in the NFL. <laughs> That's the first problem. Then picked you up and swung you around in front of him. I'm going to tell you. That's a sign you finna get left. So get you some plan B's in place so you don't have to worry about where you're going to stay or get left. You can get home. Like, you're going to get home. You're going to get left again, you, right? You're going to yeah. get left again, though. You need to know this. That's a consequence of your fine. You know, some people fine. Some people fine. Bring another person. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like if you find, hey, you might get your boyfriend and another phone number. That ain't what you did. You didn't get no yeah. numbers, but you did get left, though. We know mm-hmm. that for a fact. Mm-hmm. I don't think your marriage over. Just worry about getting you left. You can't be you fine and have that much fun. You're right, Junior. No, you you're she's smiling right. too much. She's too <laughs> fine <laughs> for her own good. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah, because she keeps smiling. She keeps bragging about it. She fought it, and 20 years later, you still fine. And you kiki and all that. All this, this will get you in trouble. All that kiki all, all that kiki All that kiki See, all that right there, get your ass left right there. That is not uh, in the letter. That is mm, not in the letter. It's all in there. It's all in the junior It's writers. all in there, all sir. In there. Too much kiki kiki yeah. When you heard your husband suck your teeth, you didn't tone it down. Yeah. And ladies, no, they don't want, you know, like when a man goes out and y'all at a party or something, he's somewhere just over there laughing. Y'all go over there and so what, what's so funny? I need no. to laugh, too. Yeah. You, what, you better what, believe it. What you kiki about? Yeah, what's all this laughing? That's why That's why we always have to have the stiff arm ready and available, Jay. They said, somebody say we fine. We must immediately put our arm out and show the distance. So you can't get up on us like that. I like it, Junior. I like it. Yeah. Good. We got to immediately put our arm out. We can't be up there kicking with no woman. Oh, no, it's going to be a conversation in the car. Go. This, this is way too funny for me to be over here. Yeah. I got to go. Yeah. And you know what, Jay? It don't even start off like art, but this is how it start off. It start out with the girl hat on. So who was that in the pink dress? Right. <laughs> Who was that? Yeah. So who's oh, that the comedian that making you laugh? Who is yeah. that? I need to know. Right. I like What's to laugh so funny? too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's that called? What would you say, Carla? What's that? What's so funny? Yeah. Her husband's a loser. Yeah. Yes, he is. That's yeah. it. Yeah. He that can't be, handle. That ain't gonna be yeah. the last time she leaves. If he leave you out of town, what do you think he'll do locally? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No more no more weddings for her. No, no, no. no. All right, thank you guys. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter Podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, sports talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, Carla's reality update. But right now, Junior's in the building with sports talk. What you got for us, Junior? Okay, Shirley, uh, Jay, listen, um, today everybody in the sports world is confused right now. I'm not understanding this. Okay, everybody know Dennis Schroeder. He used to play for the Lakers last season. Just signed uh-huh. a one-year $5.9 million. So let's just say $6 million okay. deal. One year yeah. to play for the Boston Celtics. Okay? Mm-hmm. Dennis Schroeder, point guard. All right? To play for the Boston Celtics. One year, $6 million. But he turned down a four-year $84 million deal from the Lakers. What kind of math are we using in the NBA today? <laughs> one year, $6 million. Yes, a lot of money. It's $21 million a year. You just let walk out the door for $6 million. Now, I'm not saying I'm the best at math, but, Jay, we talked about this, Jay. If <laughs> you, you give a be. child five cookies and you tell them, and you ask a child, would you rather prefer 84 cookies or five cookies? <laughs> Pretty sure the child go go with the 84 cookies. That, this is third grade math. Why did he do it? Why? Stupid. Stupid. Straight stupid. What else would you yeah, do yeah. it for? There's nothing else he could be but stupid. And I know nothing about basketball, but I know that, you know, like Junior and I were talking last night, a lot of ball players don't go to class, you know, but they mm-hmm. have other people take their tests. But math was one class he should have went to. I mean, <laughs> yeah. straight up. He should have just went he, in there. He, he should have went to math because this he makes no, no sense. No damn sense. $84 you, million. Dollars. You, you know who else is mad at him? 
his entire family ain't talking to him. <laughs> I wouldn't show up this Sunday for dinner. Yeah, here come your non-ad ass in here. You trying to fix a plate. Do you know how many pieces of chicken you do you know how many pieces of chicken that is? You Can you what? count them? Because this don't make no sense. I, and this, I, Jay, I had a job, you, right? This, this is what we talk about all the time. What you try to do in life is try not to become a member that time. You try yeah, to make that sure time. that you like you don't become a And he is definitely a member that time. Member that time. <laughs> remember that time the Lakers, Lakers offered you $84 million and your dumb ass turned it down. Remember that time when you did that? Yeah. <laughs> Try not to be that. a member that time. That, remember that time. Jay. I love that. Jay, I had a job, right? I was cutting yard. Uh-huh. I was making about $120 a week, right? Uh-huh. Wow. The video store offered me $150. I put the lawnmower down. Do you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear what I just told you? I took $25 more. Dollars. It's simple math. It's a, I don't know if I want to throw the ball to somebody who is that stupid. I really don't know if you want to pass him the damn ball. I really don't know. If that... <laughs> All right. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, Carla's reality update right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. Junior's in for Tommy to introduce our girl. Let's go. Oh, oh, I got it. Here it is. I got it. Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. It is time for Carla Farrell's reality update. Coming in hot, though. Yeah. I'll do it like he did. play that every week. I mean, Tommy, I'm sorry. You've lost your job. Fire Tommy J. And he's Team Tommy. Oh. Yeah, I'm Team Tommy, yeah, but Junior did a great job. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Junior. You did You're a great welcome, job. Girl. Thank you, Shirley, as usual, coming in hot. Let's talk about Real Housewives of Potomac coming mm-hmm. in hot. All right, so Giselle and Robin, they finally met up with a new cast member, Mia, for cocktails. Because remember last week I told you she was like, no. But anyway, they met up, and uh, Mia, she got serious, though. She talked about her childhood and the fact that she was raised in foster care due to her mother and father being on drugs, and uh, it was real heavy. And Robin and Giselle, they were very supportive, kind of, you know, shocked to hear that about Mia's upbringing. And then Robin mentioned that her ex-husband's parents were addicted to drugs, as oh. well and uh like i said it got real heavy so i guess they're trying to uh, keep the friendship you know make this new friendship grow with mia uh giselle also she stopped by ashley's apartment ashley gave birth to her second son uh little cute baby dylan and then you know of course giselle surely had to drop and spill all the tea about the uh prior the uh sleepover that candace had remember the party that candace mm-hmm, had mm-hmm. at the town hall so she talked about that and they were basically they've come to the conclusion that wendy is getting on their nerves showing off her new boobs oh, and her new now. booty that <laughs> So they are like, uh, she is really doing the most. And so the ladies, they also went on their first trip. uh, Williamsburg, Virginia, Candace set this up. So they had this party bus. They had to strip a pole on the party bus. So the ladies were getting it in, dancing. And Mia, she's a former stripper, but she said she never danced on the pole. Okay. All righty. So, okay. all right. 
<laughs> you know, they all served, on the bus like, okay, then, I just served drinks. Right. Okay. Yes. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, once they got there, you know, the girls are trying to get settled into the house and they have their little lunch. And it seems like Giselle and Karen are beefing. Giselle was looking for an apology. And so the beef between Giselle and Karen continues. Meanwhile, we're going to move on to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Okay, I'm just going to say this. I am over Erica Jane. I don't believe her at all. I don't believe anything she's saying, and I want Garcelle to get to the bottom of this. What do you think, Shirley? <laughs> I agree with you. For, uh, you yeah. know, it's it's hard to believe she knows nothing, you know. Right. I'll just say that. It's just yeah. hard to believe that. Yeah. Yeah, she's, on, she's a little dramatic about mm-hmm. all of this, and she's just, I don't know. It, it's something off about that whole situation with her divorce and what's going on with her husband. So we shall see. And also, Love and Marriage Huntsville. Oh, I want to say this, too, about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Hit me up at Lips by Carla right now. Tell me if you think Erica Erica Jane is, is she acting? Do you think she's just putting on a mm. front for the show? Mm. To It's something going on. So hit me mm. up and let me know what do you think about that. And moving on before I run out of time, Love and Marriage Huntsville. We finally saw, he's not even here today, Nephew Tommy and his beautiful wife Jackie. Yes, they were on the latest episode of Love and Marriage Huntsville. They were with Marceau and Tisha at their mm. new champagne launch party in right here in Houston, Texas. So um, nice. it was cool. It was cool to see Tommy giving Marceau advice on locations and, you know, what, how to get it popping in Houston. Mm-hmm. And also the new girl, Tiffany, she is really starting mess. I said that last week, but she, she really is starting really? mess. So we will keep watching Love and Marriage Huntsville, Real Housewives. I got you on that. Hit me up again. Lips by Carla. And we will talk reality update. What you got, Shirley? All right. Thank you, Carla. More of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. Here we go again. For the second time in about a week now, an unruly airline passenger had to be restrained by flight attendants with duct tape. Uh, This time it involved an aggressive 13-year-old boy on board an American Airlines flight from Maui to Los Angeles. The boy reportedly got violent and tried to kick out the window by his seat. He also was physically fighting with his own mother who couldn't get him under control. Ultimately, some passengers stepped in to hold the boy down while flight attendants taped him to his seat. The boy's behavior caused enough of a problem that the pilot had to make an emergency landing in Honolulu. What the heck is going on? Now, I say don't duct tape them. Lock them up in that little tiny-ass restroom for the whole flight. You know, just put them in there, lock them behind up in there, and, and for the whole damn flight. But a boy? <laughs> yeah. A, a child acting you out? Know, do you know what that sound like on the plane when you're kicking out trying to carry out the window and somebody hollers out, get the duct tape! <laughs> that's yeah. it for you. You need to beat his what behind. To the air 13 years old acting flight. a fool on I, this yeah, I, yeah. What? <laughs> I thought they used to have air marshals on every flight because they, they don't. have to bring them back. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I don't know why. Yeah, they they seriously need to come back. Yeah. Well, you know why they cut them out. Probably they didn't want to pay them. Yeah, they didn't want to, <laughs> to but right. they they need them now more than ever after more the pandemic. Ever, yeah. I mean, the pandemic is still going on, but yeah, after people have been in their homes for so long. People yeah, really all right. 
Yeah, we're, we're moving on. Jeez. Uh, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior, let's go. What you got? Okay, Shirley, I got it. The Steve Harvey Morning Show and Walmart Family Mobile want to help you get ready for back to school this year. We want you to enter for a chance to win a high-end smartphone, six months of Walmart Family Mobile service, plus $2,500 cash. I'm going to say it again because maybe you didn't hear me. $2,500 cash. Enter and get rules at steveharveyfm.com. All thanks to Walmart Family Mobile. Get 40 gigabytes for under $40 a month from Walmart Family Mobile, powered by T-Mobile. Get all the info at steveharveyfm.com. Shirley? Right now, it is time for Ask Bitter Man, and please do your disclaimer, Bitter Man. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here, but the difference is I'm here not to help you. That's why I'm here. But <laughs> I am here. Straight. But I you are here. Get that though. straight. I'm here. But <laughs> All not right, here to we go. help you. All right. Here we go, you non-helper. All right, here we go. <laughs> this one is from Sherry in Charlotte. Sherry writes, I'm a 27-year-old single woman, and I keep attracting broke bums. Mm. that pretend to have their stuff together but eventually end up living with their mama or sharing a car with their baby mama or something crazy like that. I have met men at work, at church, and even been hooked up by people and it's always an issue with them. And it's not just black men either. Why are men like this? It's too much to expect a man to pay for dinner. Is it too much? You're not looking you're not looking for the signs of brokenness. You're not looking they're out they're everywhere. They're all over. Look in oh. his mouth. If his teeth are all jacked up, he broke. He broke. He <laughs> don't have no money. Look at his shoes. If his shoes, if he constantly wears the same damn pair of shoes, uh, he ain't got no money. He don't have no money. See, if every time y'all go to eat, he had you have to lean over him to make your order for food, he ain't got no money. You know, if y'all always at a window to order food, he ain't uh-huh. got no money. You are not looking for the broke signs in a man. The, yeah. the signs that let you know he don't. You got something else there? Yeah, I'll right just say yeah. this, Jay. If you got to climb in the car on his side, he ain't got <laughs> yeah, He ain't got uh-uh. Uh-uh. He ain't yeah, got You getting in no. first on his side. He, he opened the door no. for you, but you yeah. getting in If on his there's side. duct tape on any part of his car, anywhere, <laughs> just, look, just walk around the car, see if you. And he might not have duct tape. He might have that clear red cellophane. For a light, you know, he don't have no money. He just, he's yeah. trying yeah, to make a new group of friends. <laughs> Coming up, it is our last break of the day. Dude, we're out. <laughs> really. We've done them all. And the, the last one's gone, man. Now you show up looking for a last break. Ain't them all. <laughs> and we'll, that's it. We're done. That's and we'll close out the show <laughs> at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are. Last break of the day on this yeah. Thursday. It's been a good day. It's been um, a great day. Yeah. It really absolutely. was. Man. Yeah. Send us some love absolutely. out to Tommy. Get well, Tommy. Mm-hmm. Get well, Tommy. Yeah. Bring your tests. <laughs> Bring need, your we need to really see that you were sick. Yeah, <laughs> come sick. <laughs> we love you and everything, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back off the, the mic. In other words, we need to see them test scores, buddy. <laughs> oh, we also need to shout out Jennifer Hudson. She was oh, our special you. guest yes. today, Jennifer Shirley. Hudson. Yes, yeah, we absolutely. had such a great time, Carla. 
with her yes, on and off the air. She's so sweet. As I, and so as I said earlier, I'm, uh, I'm in that movie. And uh, I can tell you now what I did in the movie. Uh-huh. Um, there's a there's a segment in the movie where Aretha Franklin sings a song. Where wait a minute, wait a minute, Jay. Don't spoil it for us. No, 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 no. I'm just telling you and... what I did. It will not spoil it. It will not spoil the movie at all. But I'm directing, and I have a video of it. I'm directing the background singers. You know what I mean? You better think. And then I go, think, think. They have to watch me so they know when to come in. So oh, and that's, that's what I'm doing. I'm directing. That's amazing that Jennifer Hudson did not mention she that earlier when we talked. Well, you know, some people uh, are just selfish. They just straight <laughs> selfish. They don't want to share yeah. the, the light with me, and it's okay. We, it's okay. we asked her that specific okay. question: Was anyone on the Steve Harvey Morning Show in the movie respect? But you know what? You, here's a, here's a good thing about being black. You can tell a white person you're in a black movie, and they will accept it. But black people, they want to question every damn thing. When y'all shoot that, yeah. who was you? Yeah, because I told all my white friends I'm in the Black Panther. And they went, Oh, really? Yeah, I was in that movie. Yeah, you know, I was in I was in uh, the Color Purple. You know, so when you just you tell a you tell a white person, they will buy it. They don't question really? you. You black people, man. Like, well, what scene? I didn't see you. See? Jay, I did yeah. that to you, Jay. You didn't even know I did that to you when you said you was in Mr. 2000. <laughs> I said, That's wow. right. Yeah. Where yeah. was you at in the movie? <laughs> and sure enough, I went back and watched the movie. Jay was an umpire. Yes, he was. <laughs> Down the first baseline. <laughs> I didn't see. I said, what? Your own people don't yeah, believe it's your the own damn people. thing you say. That's every time. Don't believe you. Wow. Well, okay. Well, we'll watch you. Uh, look out for you in the movie. Respect. It's going to be quick. It's going to be quick, Shirley. It's not like a long scene. If you go get popcorn or something like that, you'll miss it. If you you turn to your neighbor, you'll miss it. If you, like, look over and you're like, hey, do you like this? And you won't even see me. It'll be really quick. But But we'll hear hear the background. Thank you, better. Yes. We'll hear Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. We'll hear your work. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Shirley, you're going to stop today. (laughs) Do you have have a question for us, Jay? (laughs) Yes, I do. I do. I do. Now that we're locked up and, you know, some of us are just kind of coming out of COVID, Mm -hmm. have you found yourself, and I know I have, I need help. I'm at the point where I need help. Have you found yourself ordering more stuff off Amazon than you ever would in your entire life? I got packages I have not even opened up. You know, Jay. I don't even know what, I don't know what they are. I have no idea. I have a whole room in my right, house. Right, right. Dedicated I'm, I'm, to yeah. Amazon. Do you, do you ever order something boxes. and go, I don't remember ordering that. When yes, did I? yes. <laughs> Let me tell you what I did, yes. Jay. This is what I did Amazon the other day. It's not just Amazon, though. I'm ordering, yeah. you know. Yeah, I just everywhere. got some boots the I other day. I love Walmart. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's there. Jay. The, the remote to my TV, Jay. Rather than me look for the remote, <laughs> just ordered another one on Amazon. Got it the next day. I just I, I can't find it. I just ordered another remote. But I, did you, you hear me? I, I ordered some boots yesterday. It's 90 degrees outside. <laughs> what, yeah. What you going to do with them? What, what do I want some black leather boots for? But, but, but you know what? It is such a good feeling when you look down at your doorstep. And there's a package. It's just, it's just, it's you get it's just something that goes all over yeah. you, man. It's yeah, just it's like, like yeah. I got packages. Yeah. yeah. And I've even talked to the UPS and FedEx guys who like, mm-hmm. I'm like, don't be driving by here without <laughs> dropping something off. Okay, really. Oh wow. You got stuff you can put on my house. I don't know what it is. Just, 
surprise me, you know. Yeah, sometimes these people at home, just leave it here. I'll take it, you know. I don't know what it is, but I've, I'm ordering more stuff. I've, I've found that I've ordered. I've got 17,000 things to cut up a potato. I, I got so many. <laughs> to cut up a potato. <laughs> to cut up. The one thing I don't order is stuff for the kitchen. Yeah, you got <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I didn't order that. I know I didn't. Uh, <laughs> you ever order something and it comes back too small and you just have to chalk it up to God because that is just you're not gonna be able to return it. You know? I hate returning. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> that's a lot. It's a lot. I, yeah, I, it, it, just, it is a lot. And uh-huh. then once you find out they do groceries, oh my God. <laughs> oh, I, I know you ain't ordered them, Shirley, but I'm just letting you know they they you do. Can order groceries? What? <laughs> what? Yes, pa- paper towels, toilet tissue, like stuff you don't want to go in the store and get. They'll bring it to you. Oh, man. It, it has changed your life. It really has, man. Wow. Some stuff with stuff. COVID is going to stay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. not going nowhere. I mean, I've ordered yeah. so much pizza. The dude to call me if he's coming this way. He said, I'm coming that way. Can I bring you one? I mean. Right. You know. Right. Right. <laughs> I have a question. Do you guys uh-huh. use COVID or the pandemic as an excuse not to do stuff now? Oh, Absolutely. definitely. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 All the time, right? Absolutely. Are you kidding? I, I yes. I love to come over, but man, you know this COVID thing is keeping Right. <laughs> No. Okay, go, girl. Some Absolutely, man. COVID. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-uh. The COVID. Nah. The COVID. The COVID. Yeah. The COVID. Yeah. The COVID. My baby graduating. Can y- Are y'all streaming anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> Take us home, Jay. <laughs> All right, everybody. We will see you tomorrow on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 